Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors and my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, we've got a fantastic show today. Uh, We're going to be talking about something you talk about a lot up there in Minnesota, which is procrastination. So this is going to be procrastination and retirement, which unfortunately a lot of people out there do. Um, If we can help avoid this, we can hit our goals faster. So I think it's a great topic for a lot of people. A lot of people, they say, by the third week in January have um, stopped or gone back to their old habits when they they set New Year's resolutions. So hopefully, you know, procrastinating for retirement is not going to be one that they procrastinate or or go back to their old habits. And, uh, you know, again, they, they, they refocus and start fresh goals and do not procrastinate. Wow. Well, you know, I know that you've been wanting to do this show for a long time, John, but you kept putting it off. Yeah, <laughs> the show, exactly. The show on procrastination. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, what a great topic. I mean, we're all guilty of it to some extent. And the one we we are yeah, we are yeah. The one thing you don't want to procrastinate about though uh, are your finances and your retirement planning. Now, before we get into that, I want to tell you, John, I've had a great year so far. A great week. How about you? How's everything going? Yeah, we've gotten out or gotten off to a fantastic 2019 start. Um, you know, kids are, are fully back in school and we're trucking right along. We're, you know, the kids are actually in spring training right now for baseball and uh, things are good. So I can't complain about that. Uh, markets are starting to recover. That's that's a good thing. Now we, we saw a big sell off in Q4 and we're starting to see things rebound now uh, in Q1 of 2019. Uh, but, you know, we talk about procrastination and uh, the Merriam-Webster, uh, for those of you who still have the hard copy uh, dictionary out there, defines procrastination as intentionally putting off the doing of something that could be done today for tomorrow. And, of course, like you said, we've all procrastinated with different things. You know, there's some things people don't like to do. Um, But when you think about retirement, I know a lot of people want to retire sooner, not later. So you're just hurting yourself if you put this off. Um, A lot of people, you know, or, you know, we talk about, you know, balancing the checkbook or paying off debt, saving for retirement. All those things can be procrastinated against. But we really want to talk about maybe uh, reengaging listeners out there to get with their advisors. If If they don't have an advisor, of course, they can give us a call toll free. Our toll-free number at A4 Wealth is 855-260-7361. And again, help you put together a cogent financial plan. Now, if you have a plan, you want to also make sure that you're staying on track. Lots of things can happen. You can get a raise in business. 
um, you can get laid off. So if something does happen, there's always a constant course correction to your plan. And we want to make sure that our listeners know that that's a, a possibility out there for them. Right. And I think that's great advice. And, you know, I, we're all guilty of it. Like you say, I have a couple projects in, in the garage that I haven't gotten around to yet. <laughs> so like, like mowing the lawn. Now, see, you get away with that, right? Because you don't, you don't see grass until what, May in Minnesota? If we're lucky, May. Wow. Yeah. So there's no excuse, Tony, in the summertime not to cut your grass. <laughs> right. Yeah, the the couple I probably needed to mow it like uh, three three four times last last summer. It just didn't grow. So yeah, we didn't have much of a, a year last year, and uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see this year, but yeah, that's just one of those things that a lot of people put off. Uh, how about you? I mean, uh, obviously, uh, your whole job is uh, to help people not procrastinate when it comes to saving for retirement, right? Yes, you know, uh, of, of course, you know, I, I think that um, the psychology of, of, of wanting to put things off for a lot of people, you know, for things they don't like to do, yeah. it's understandable, you know. Um, you know, some people hate tax time. We have to, we're, you know, we're starting tax season right now. Yeah. And just the thought of gathering all your receipts and die. Now, here's the thing about that. And it's just like good planning and bad planning. If you've been, ta- you know, keeping good records all year long, and having a, maybe a quarterly review with your CPA or tax planner, then doing taxes right now is a piece of cake. Now, if you have to go back, you know, to January of last year, and of course you don't maybe finish your taxes until March, you know, it's 13 months of, of time that's lagged. Yeah. It's hard to have really accurate information. Yeah. So, you know, I think that for a lot of people, we understand if you don't like to do it, find a professional that does. And, and delegate it, you know, but don't just sweep it under the rug or put it off to the last minute because if you do that with your taxes or your financial plan, that's how mistakes happen. And sometimes mistakes can be very costly. You can pay, you know, high penalties and whatnot. And the same thing with time value of money. The sooner you get money invested in compounding and working for you, you know, the, the more that money is going to grow over time. And, uh, you know, the easier it's going to be, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line for that money to really accumulate because it's all going to come down to an income plan at some point in time. You know, when you decide to retire and stop working, you may have four or five or or six or seven different buckets of money. And we're going to turn on these different spigots at different times so that that money lasts the rest of your life. So procrastinating today affects tomorrow substantially. And for your growth accounts, if you're doubling your money every five, six, or seven years, on the back end, that could be a half million dollars. could be a million dollars on the back end, depending upon how early you start. So you kind of think in doubles, you know, how, how fast can I double my money? Can I double it every five years, every six, every seven years? You know, depending upon different rates of return, uh, you have to think about, you know, when you're 60, what that last double is going to be. It's going to be pretty significant. So I think for listeners out there, you know, start to understand the, the concept of time and getting your your money invested today. Yeah, I think that's really important. So uh, that's one way uh, that we can uh, stave off procrastination and deal with it head on. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Uh, what's something else that we need to be aware of as far as uh, maybe not procrastinating and being more, um, you know, a little more on top of it? Well, um, 
You know, procrastination can create issues in relationships and teamwork, and it's especially, uh, it's, you know, it's not a joking matter. So, you know, if, if we move on to the second way to recover, like, for example, for a, a late start to retirement, a lot of people out there might get laid off. Uh, they may not have enough invested, you know, and, you know, and for a lot of people, Tony, it's just uncomfortable if they're not used to, to saving and doing the things they're supposed to be doing. But I think that, you know, the tax code is written in such a way that there are ways to catch up. Um, there are ways to put more money away as you get older. Uh, there are also things you can do, um, you know, if you're, if you're nearing retirement where maybe you delay so Social Security, and if you let that roll up, uh, that can also get you back on track. So if you have procrastinated in the past, it's not the end of the world. But I would say, you know, get with a great advisor that, that number one, has a fiduciary responsibility to work in your best interest and help you put together a plan that is going to work for you and your family, you know, because the life does happen. And I've seen it happen where people have had medical issues, they've been laid off and, and those things happen, you know, so you, you have to mitigate around those as best you can, but try to get back on track as soon as you possibly can. And again, if you have to make up the difference by saving more now, you know, that is something you can do. Now, you could work longer, but most people don't want to do that. You know, as far as taking more risk, that's not really for everybody. Uh, if you take more risk, um, you know, risk and return or, or uh, have an inverse relationship. And, you know, especially if you're getting close to retirement, if you take too much risk, that can be devastating. So just know that there are several factors that you can put into your plan to make it work, but make sure that that plan fits you. Uh, you know, we do a color of money risk analysis uh, for all of our clients out there, Tony, and it tells us based off your age, your risk profile, uh, you know, the stomach that you have for volatility and risk, you know, how you should be invested. And, and what really amazes me is that many people are invested a lot more aggressively. Like they'll score a 92 as they are, but their actual score is a 65 or a 70 or even a 55. So that means they're taking way more risk than they should be. So just keep that in mind for people out there that are retired or retiring soon. Have you rebalanced lately? Have you sat back with your advisor and make, you know, make sure that your plan is on track for where you are right now? Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. And I know you have uh, a lot of tools and things to utilize to help people figure out uh, what they're going to need and what to save, uh, like uh, the retirement estimator and the color of money risk analysis, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the retirement estimator, it's going to calculate based on social security and your earnings and your earnings record, you know, so how many years you put in. And, and please keep in mind, they're just estimates. But if you do go to the ss.gov uh, site, you know, if you plug in uh, your information, it's going to tell you at 62, at full retirement age and at age 70, what your primary insurance amount is going to be. And then if we combine that or do an overlay with our social security maximizer, if you're married, you know, we're going to show you your really your top four options, whether you file an earliest date, full retirement, 70, or the maximization, you know, based on life expectancy. And then we can tweak that. But for a lot of listeners out there, you know, you've been paying into social security your whole life if you've been working. You know, so when you get your paycheck, you see a large gross amount, and then you see this net amount, which is not nearly as much as the gross amount, where they're taking money out for Medicare, for Social Security. And if you've worked 35 or 40 years, they've been taking money out that entire time. So what I tell people is, doesn't it make sense to get the most back out of Social Security? 
And, you know, a lot of people, Tony, they say, oh, I'm 62, I just want to trigger it right now. Well, that could be a big mistake. That could cost you 57% uh, or 57% reduction for the rest of your life. So if you're, if you're healthy and you've got longevity, um, you know, retiring or taking it early can be a huge mistake. Now, there are some people out there that have really, really uh, bad health issues. Sometimes you do take it early. And again, this is why you need to sit down with a professional to see what the best options are for you. Because what may be great for you, Tony, may not work for somebody else. Uh, if you don't know how to maximize Social Security or estimate your benefits or learn how to take different buckets of monies at different time, you know, we tell people to access their non-qualified money first, then their tax-deferred money like their IRA money and then take out the Roth money last. And that's not always the case, but that's typically the case. But a lot of people don't know how to do distribution planning and they don't know how to mitigate risk because if you have too much money in equities when you first retire and you have a big market year loss, like it's down 30% and you're pulling money out of that bucket, then you're, then you're, you're guaranteeing yourself a loss. So how to take money out of more conservative buckets and then the least taxability those are all strategies. So if you don't know how to do that, many people don't, it's okay. Give our office a call, it's toll free. You can call us at 855-260-7361 and we'll analyze your portfolio. And we'll lay out a plan specifically tailored for you on how to maximize each bucket and how to spend down each bucket. And the goal of course is not to run out of money and for a lot of people out there to leave a legacy to your loved ones, your kids, your grandkids, your church, whoever you want to leave that money to. So I think for a lot of people out there, it's critical to understand how that works and to make sure that they don't subject themselves to the sequence of return risk, which is really pulling money out uh, of the market, pulling money out of the market when the markets are down. So, you know, we've seen a lot of sell-offs happen in 2018 you know, if you were going to retire in the fourth quarter and the market, you know, had a 10% correction, do you have other buckets of money you can you could have pulled from to satisfy your income need? And if the answer is no, then, you know, maybe your plan's not going to be adequate. So again, give us a call toll-free, 855-260-7361. All right. Well, that sounds great. And we should take a quick break here, but listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, and our host, John Balserac, after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balserac, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a roadmap for financial independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement, simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, great show so far. I want to remind people uh, they can go to your website, which is a4wealth.com, correct? That's yeah. correct, Tony. We have uh, a full learning library on there yep. for people. It's very easy to navigate. Uh, some great stuff on yeah. there. You know, we also 
we put our, our radio shows on there so people don't catch our show live. They can go back. They can see the different topics and listen to them at their leisure. Uh, they can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play. So there's a lot of options yeah. out there. And, you know, we really want to educate people. We built our practice around education, whether we do educational workshops, um, you know, at colleges or, you know, our radio show, whatever it may be. We feel like if we educate people and give them options and choices and, again, act as a fiduciary so that, you know, we're always putting the client's interests first, then, then people can make an educated decision and do what's best for them. Yeah. And today we're having a great conversation, very educational as well, on retirement savings procrastination, an intervention to keep you from procrastinating. And uh, you've covered uh, the first two ways already. Start saving, uh, you know, start saving a lot and stay on the job possibly longer. Uh, you know, some harsh truths there for some people. Um, hopefully the third thing you're going to talk about is a little bit easier for us to adjust to. Yeah, I think, you know, some people might found out our last way to recover from a late start. Like I said, people, this happens to a lot of people, by the way. They get laid off, they can't find a job, or they have an unexpected medical emergency. That happens to a lot of people. Um, so, you know, if that's you out there, it's okay. Uh, but the third way to recover from procrastination is to be flexible and resourceful. And, you know, your personal financial situation um, you know, how much you have saved already or how many years before retirement and other factors may not allow enough time to save or put enough extra years working to make up for the late start. Um, so that happens out there to, you know, to a lot of people, Tony. But if you're flexible, I think, and resourceful, then people can get through that. Yeah. And I think that's really a great point. You have to stay flexible and resourceful uh, and, uh, that's, uh, probably even a better tip than working longer. That's a different one, right? Well, you know, flexible and resor resourceful could include working longer. You know, people don't want to hear that, but sometimes that's the way it has to be. Um, you know, cause I, you know, again, going back to the sequence of return risk, what if you retired in January of 07 and we had this horrific bear market year, but you decided to go back to work that year and then not pull income from your retirement accounts, which are down temporarily but take the income from your job. Well, that may save you five or six years versus, you know, selling at a 40% at a loss. So I think if people are flexible out there, that's really, really important. Uh, so you will likely have to be open um, to other ways to enhance your retirement strategy. So some of these may include downsizing. Um, again, you know, I think if you're an empty nester, you don't need a, a super big, big house. You may only live in 1,500 square feet of it. Uh, anyway, so maybe you uh, downsize. Another thing is a reverse mortgage. You know, people have asked me about those. And, you know, reverse mortgages have changed dramatically in the last 15 years. Um, and in my opinion, they're a lot more consumer friendly today than they've ever been. And if I had to pull money out of my house tax free and let my equities rebound in the stock market, that's a that's a perfectly viable plan, smart plan. Because you can pull the money out of your house, it's yours, you can use it however you want to, and let your market-based accounts recover. So, you know, if for those listeners out there that don't know about reverse mortgages, you know, we can help refer you to the right people um, who do those. And again, any finance, you know, we look at financial vehicles out there. There's no financial vehicle out there that's right for everybody. 
but a reverse mortgage can really help people, especially when we experience bear markets and how to access different buckets of money. Uh, other people out there, Tony, uh, may work part-time. You know, again, they get away from maybe their nine to five stress job that they've done for 30 or 40 years. They do something that they love. And, and they're, they're still around people and people that they like to be around. Um, and, you know, that may help supplement their income. So again, this is that's being resourceful, you know, flexible and resourceful. And I think if you do that, and you, you can do that in a very jovial, happy way, you know, I've got one client who just started working at one of the local breweries here. Well, he loves beer, number one. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and You know, but now he gets to work around that. And, I mean, it's a great environment for him. Sure. And, um, you know, they're going to start offering stock options. And it's, it's, it's neat. And he's only going to do it for two years. But it's not stressful at all. He works around a, a great team of people. And it's an up-and-coming brewery here in the Lake Norman area. So I think that that's pretty cool, you know. And he and he's taking that bit of money that he makes there supplements everything else. So all his accounts that he has invested here at A4 Wealth can stay invested. So again, th- this is what we're trying to convey to listeners. You know, if you had a late start, I mean, look at catch-up provisions so you can save as much as you can. Uh, you know, we talked about that in the first segment. You know, and you may have to stay on your job a little bit longer. You know, I mean, the one the big thing there is health insurance because. We've talked a lot on previous shows, Tony, how expensive it can be if you go to the exchanges, you know. So if you can make it to 65 and then hop on Medicare, you know, then go work at the local brewery, you know, or whatever else you like to do, the local golf course, and you get to play. Uh, There's a lot of things you can do like that. So those are uh, some tips that hopefully people can listen to. And again, they can still live a very comfortable retirement. Yeah. Well, and that's the key right there. How can we live a comfortable retirement? Uh, make sure we have enough save to last us throughout retirement. And these are the things that having a plan and working with you uh, can help us uh, achieve. And, um, you know, and uh, you what you described like, hey, I'm retired. I really enjoy a good craft beer now and then. I think it would be fun to work at a brewery or I like to brew my own beer. These are things that people can do in retirement to, you know, a little extra income here and there. And kind of a, you know, it's a new gig economy. Like uh, people say, what's your side hustle? You know, that's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, I don't have any clients that are doing Uber or Lyft, but I've been picked up by a lot of Uber drivers that are retirement and they're in retirement. They're like, you know, I do it three days a week. I supplement my retirement and I love it. I talk to people. Yeah. And a lot of these people are very social. I mean, they tell you about their whole life history. So, yeah, Uber and Lyft, that's a great side one. You know, I've got a lot of clients that work down at the Panther Stadium and also at the Knights, AAA Baseball in downtown Charlotte. You know, they do it because they love baseball. They love they love football. Yeah. And, you know, they get to watch the game yeah. and, and do some things. Um, so th- those are some examples of the new gig economy that are out there. Yeah. And for a lot of people, you know, if, especially if you have adult children that, that, are, that have moved away, you know, people like to stay active. So this keeps them active. It keeps them around people, keeps them in a nice environment or a team environment, and they still get paid. So I think, you know, there's a lot of benefits to doing that. Now, John, you've said risk tolerance is really important and a big part of financial planning and making sure you're not procrastinating and have the right plan in place. How do you help people determine their risk tolerance? That's a, that's a great question, Tony. You know, so we've developed our own proprietary risk analysis software called the Color of Money 
risk analysis. And I, I, I like to use colors because people can identify with colors. Um, we use green for safe and guaranteed, principally protected money. You know, so that will be invested in something that's principally protected. We use red money for money that's at risk. That could be stocks, bonds, ETFs, real estate, stuff like that. And then we use yellow money for red money that's actually professionally managed on a daily basis. It's actively managed. So it's at risk, but a professional is at the helm. So most of our clients are gonna have their money in a green bucket or a yellow bucket. It's not gonna be just sitting there in red, okay? It's gonna be yellow or it's gonna be green. But it's 11 questions, and you think, wow, can 11 questions dial that in? It really can, um, because it asks you things about your risk profile and how you would react if you invested X amount and this happened. You know, we want to know that before we do it, right? right? I mean, we don't want to, like, take a quarter million dollars and put it in an aggressive model and it's down 12% and you jump out of a window because you don't have the stomach for volatility. Um, So we, we ask these questions preemptively to find out really what your tolerance for risk is. Because, you know, when, when things are going well and we're in a really big bullish economy, everyone thinks they're bullish. But I say, well, well what if you put in a million bucks in a year from now, it's 800000 You know, some people say, well, I just couldn't have that. Well, then you need to be in a more conservative bucket, right, or more conservative buckets. Uh, so, and then, you know, in this, you know, how much, you know, where is your net worth? Or how much income do you have to rely on? I mean, do you have pensions? Do you have Social Security? Maybe you don't have to dig into your portfolio as much as someone who doesn't have a pension. So those 11 questions really get dialed in. And again, red money is at risk. Um, a lot of people out there have a, too much money at risk. Yellow money is red money, but it's actively managed by a professional. And green money is safe and guaranteed. So, you know, what is the right asset allocation? So after we finish those 11 questions, what it does, it compares how you're scoring before you became a client. So if you're all in equities, you may be 100, but your score was a 65. So that's a pretty big delta. You know, we need to we need to sure that up and get the right asset allocation. You know, asset allocation to this day still makes up about 92% of a, of a, of a person's um, performance over time yeah. to have the right asset allocation. Yeah, it's important. You know, it's not it's not timing the market, it's time in and having the right asset allocation and then rebalancing those models over time. So for a lot of listeners out there, you know, maybe you're not doing that. And it's funny because I talk to some people, I've had five jobs, I've got five 401ks, I never look at them. And I'm thinking, my God, this has been red money unmanaged forever. You know, and, and maybe when they did it 15 years ago, that was the right model, but now it's completely the wrong model. You know, and they say, "Why well, to stick it in a drawer and don't look at it?" Well, you can't do that, okay? And the and the older we all get, we really need to look at it a lot more. And like I said, if we if it's red money and at risk, put it in the yellow side and have somebody look at it on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, a lot of our portfolios every ninety days we rebalance them. You know, because if we feel if something is overvalued, we can sell that position and buy something that's undervalued. You know, so many people, well, I bought this stock and it went from five bucks to a hundred. And what's it worth now? Two bucks. So you never had a sell discipline. You know, at one point in time, it was worth a lot of money, but you never executed because you didn't have the skill set to do it. So, hey, we get that. I mean, a lot of people out there are accountants or attorneys or in the healthcare field or whatever it is you do. If you're not a full-time investment manager, we wouldn't expect you to have a sell discipline. Right. 
So, you know, get that dialed in yeah. and get the right asset allocation. Make sure that your color of money score matches what you're doing. Yeah. I th- Don't make the mistake that so many people made back in 2007 and lost 40, 50% in 2008 and they had to go back to work. Yeah. You know, I would like to forgo the going back to work unless it's something that you love to do. So, all right. Hopefully that makes sense to a lot of listeners out there, but give our office a call toll free. We can look at your plan. See if it's on track. If you don't have a plan, we can help develop one for you. Our toll-free phone number is 855-260-7361. Give us a call. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.